This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. A warm welcome to all of you on the At Home Show here on 997 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you again today. And every quarter, we look to bring John Colley on the show. He's the Great Lakes regional buyer for USLBM. And, you know, as many of you who have been longtime listeners know, you know, he supports the Zealand Lumber and Standard Lumber inventory position as it relates to, to lumber and panels and is well-versed in our industry. And so, John, a warm welcome to you, and thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. You know, it's been an incredible run here, kind of starting with the, the pandemic and where no one knew really what was going to go on for the first few months, and then quite a an explosion as it relates to building activity, not only in new construction, but also in remodeling and the, I would say, the turbulence in in terms of sourcing product and getting product, but also turbulence in pricing has really been the story the last couple years. And, you know, even this year to a large extent, John, I'd love to have you paint a picture of kind of our current reality in light of some of those conditions over the last year uh, to two years. Yeah, certainly. You know, the market has been more volatile in the recent, you know, I'll say uh, post-COVID years and and COVID years than than we've ever seen it. And a lot of it has to do with... um, you know, the, the availability to get products, you know, labor, labor from the mills, um, you know, the, the uh, seasonality of the building uh, process. And for the most part, you know, one of the more recent uh, factors that's kind of playing into it that, that is, you know, maybe cooling it back down is interest rates. So, you know, we, we've definitely been on a ride, uh, you know, a roller coaster ride up and down uh, the last couple of years. And, um, you know, we expect a little, we expect it to still be volatile, but maybe not quite as volatile as, as we, you know, we've seen it, um, the last, the last two years, but, uh, certainly, um, you know, there's a lot of factors that come into play with it and that are going to, uh, move this market around. If you are tuning in, we're having an important conversation, whether you're a professional builder, a remodeler or a homeowner, we're talking about really a, some of the larger components of any type of build, and that is the the lumber inputs, so to speak, as well as the panels, the sheeting that you know encompass all of the projects that that we work on. And and to have that conversation, we've got John Colley, who's got his kind of finger on the pulse day in and day out. You know, John, you talked generally speaking about the market in one of the areas where we've seen and it's no new information to our listeners but we've seen such a tremendous level of volatility and that's on the panel side of things the osb and the plywood i'd like to talk a little bit about where we're at specifically in those categories and then kind of what you 
you know, what's your crystal ball, so to speak, is for the rest of the year? Yeah, you know, so the last eight weeks, it's really stabilized in that market quite a bit. Um, the, the price came down from the early spring, you know, seasonality, like I was talking about originally, uh, where it had where it had gone, you know, upwards of, um, you know, almost that, you know, fifty dollar a sheet price range on the retail side of it, and it's and it's back back down under the twenty range. Now, a lot of that's a function of what's going on in the housing uh, start and permit world and existing home sales um, world. And those those sales have not materialized uh, to expectations this year. So we've really, we've really seen a market that's gone from um, undersupplied to, to overproduced pretty quick here. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the reasons that the housing market is cooled is, you know, one that we were talking about, a big one, is the interest rates and just affordability in general. Um, there's been a lot of the production builders that have, uh, you know, had not, they're not selling the houses like they wanted to sell them. And, and affordability is the big, you know, the big factor there, you know, from interest rates and the price of the products and the price of labor and everything else that goes into it. Well, now that some of that demand has been stripped out of this, um, you know the markets have have come back to a a reasonably um, priced level. We feel there's going to be a, a a tightening on the supply side in the fourth quarter, and primarily due to some manufacturers pulling production out of the market to make other products that are more lucrative for their companies that supports their business model. But in general, um, you know you're going into a time where uh, Business typically picks up a little bit, but we're not we're not seeing it do that. And the mills also take some downtime for maintenance. So, um, what it does to pricing, we don't know. We feel like it's probably going to be a little bit more stable through the fourth quarter at this point, and you won't see that that massive uh, increase like we we generally do when you when you get past Labor Day and and um, you know a second round of starts go in there, just because there's, we're not seeing the number of starts materialize. But, um, you know, I guess the good news out of all of it is, uh, you know, the prices came down somewhat and, and it seems to be a little bit more stable. Yeah, you know, as you talk, I can't help but think of the different customer types that, that we serve in the standard lumber and Zealand lumber brands. And, and the sector that, if you will, that slowed down is, is the whole spec home and the builders that are building the three hundred to six hundred thousand dollar home—that's a spec house—they're not doing it right now. I mean, they're strictly looking at building houses that that are sold, and that's bringing some of the the volume and the velocity down to to a to a manageable level. Yeah, certainly. You know, and we've seen a little bit more commercial. Commercial's finicky. Um, you know, it's extended price locks for long periods of time, and there's some risk involved with it that needs to get negotiated with it. And that's going to eat up some of that ground. But for the most part, that's a that's a known entity. Once you once you get the job signed, and it's not it's not so problematic on on the industry because it's it's over again it's over a long period of time with a with a known um, takeaway on it. But um, yeah, all indications are things are things are going to be a little quieter this fall with with interest rates, and I think the Fed made a another decision um, this week about uh, it was a little a little more um, hawkish 
about interest rates and, and cooling the economy and, and should should that rate go up again and should it affect mortgage rates, they don't directly correlate, but um you know, they do they do influence each other, then uh we could we could see a, a little a bigger bite outside of the uh in the uh, production market. Yeah, you alluded to to stronger activity on the multifamily commercial side, and we're certainly seeing that. The other categories or customer segments, if you will, that we're seeing some actually really nice activity is the high-end luxury home projects. Those are going, and and there's there's a pipeline of activity there, as well as the remodeling category. Just continue to talk to remodelers out there that that have more work than they really know what to do with. Yeah, and that, you know that's a great that's a great um, message too. Is that you know prices have, have came down enough where um, you know you can still uh, have some equity in a project when you get done with it. If you're remodeling something on your own, building a garage or a pole barn or a shed in the backyard or you know uh, finishing a basement or you know anything like that. Um, yeah, certainly the the prices aren't the cheapest they've ever been, but the product's available, and um, it's not you know we're near the high of the market at this point. Yeah, and so we talked at length about kind of the pricing and what's happening there, and you caught something. I'm not sure if our listeners caught what you said, but you talked about the availability of product, and we're seeing relief there where product is more readily available now. You know, we we don't want to make a blanket statement there, and you think every single category is readily readily available. But by and large, you can get product quicker than you could even three, four, five months ago. Yeah, certainly uh, on the dimensional side and on the panel side, availability has been good. I, I believe EWP. There's still some issues in in that world, but I still think that that's a little bit better. And then you you could attest to the building product side. Certainly, I think uh, some of the lead times have come down on on uh, some of the tougher items to get as well. Yeah, you know, John, we're going to take a break before we do that. I'm just going to share with our listeners what we're going to do in second segment, and you know, that is really talk a little bit about what is happening at the the mill level, the manufacturing level, in relation to this whole idea of consolidation. You know, we've seen that in in so many areas, you know, in our industry and even outside of our industry. We'll talk about that, and we'll dig more into the dimensional side of that, the narrows, the wides, and even kind of articulate what each of those is is doing in in today's marketplace. We're going to do that. Stay with us on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show. If you're just tuning in, we've got John Colley on as a guest, and John comes on quarterly uh, to our show, and we're so excited to have him because his finger is on the pulse as it relates to lumber, commodities, panels, and it can the information that we're sharing really is informing you whether you're a professional builder, a remodeler, or a homeowner in relation to navigating the projects that really make our area so great. And that is all about building 
something new and fresh that are spaces where we grow, that we play, and we live. You know, John, before the break, we talked a little bit about the, the consolidation in our industry. I guess, can you paint some color for our listeners as, as it relates to what you're seeing in terms of consolidation with mills and, and panel manufacturers? Yeah, certainly. So, so the, the northern the northern mills out of Canada they went through a, a period of consolidation, you know, quite a while ago, and, and really, um, the, a couple of the big players, you know, your your West Fraser, your Canfor, um, Tolco, they they really acquired a lot of the smaller sawmills in, in that market, and so there's there's less less players, but they're all bigger, and we're, we're kind of seeing that in. In business in general, it's kind of go big or go home. They they get a lot of um, you know efficiencies built in with a, a model like that. With you know you don't have um, ten different organizations with different HRs. It's all under one roof, um, kind of a thing. But uh, you know we're seeing some of that in the south too. A lot with the southern yellow pine mills and the big mills in the north are the ones that are acquiring a lot of the mills in the south. Um, you know. Even even if it is a smaller mill, sometimes they've got some exclusive sales rights with other mills. We're seeing that, you know, in the Kentucky and in the, you know, or uh, um, down in that market with with some pine mills, where like Toco is the exclusive sales agent for that mill, and it's it's um, something that that um, doesn't look like the trend's going to reverse. It's kind of it's kind of you know what's going on in our industry with private private equity, even where you know they acquire. Um, you know the retail lumber yards and and uh, and um, split them kind of up that way. But um, you know it can be a good thing when they grow into themselves a little bit with with the efficiencies that they get. Um, at first is a little tur- turbulence, but um, it, you know it generally sorts itself out. Yeah, and you you were talking about species, right? And so different markets have a kind of a propensity or a desire for certain types of species as they feel more comfortable working with it. Can you talk a little bit about the Midwest and some of the species that are being used for 2x4, 2x6, and even the wider product as well? Yeah, so for the most part, on on the 2x4 and 2x6 and the the studs, the the core dimensional, there's a little bit, like this market in general, you know, we're in Michigan, um, we use it, we like spruce studs. Um, spruce pine fir is kind of the species that that rolls into that. We usually like a stud grade or number two. Depends on whether or not it's a commercial project that needs a, a grade st- or a, a grade stamp on it as well. There, but um, you know that that tends to be the core uh, the core lumber that we build with. Sometimes some commercial projects roll in. And usually they're bigger, taller walls, and usually they're you know wider dimension lumber, so two by six or or, or greater on the framing side of it. And uh, yellow pine gets used for that as well. But um, you know, for the most part, on the stud and, and the lineal side of it, it's SPF. Then when you move into the wider dimensional lumber, um, there's a lot more options. The South Supply Southern Yellow Pine, uh, it hits the Southern Opcos in our region better, and they exclusively use that. In the Northern regions, you know, kind of where we're located in the middle of the country, we can pull it from many different directions, and the freight's pretty similar, um, you know, kind of the same distance on it. But, uh, 
you know, we tend to like the uh, hem fur and dug fur uh, species out of the West a little bit more. But we still stock the yellow pine. Um, the yellow pine's been all the treated. Uh, it's been around for a while. It's probably a growing market where the other, you know, the, the hem fur and the dug fur is probably waning a, a bit for us. But, um, you know what, uh, I guess probably if there's any message out there, if you're flexible in the in the species, um, you know, there's a lot of options and you can probably save some money for yourself as well if you um, if you remain flexible. You know, you were talking a bit about transportation, logistics, and, you know, earlier this year it was, it was kind of the talk of the town, if you will. It was a, it was a challenge. And, and so where are we at right now here currently as we kind of move toward the fourth quarter of the year? Well, rail traffic on paper is improving, but we're still having a lot of struggles, especially out of some of the smaller mills. Um, they're just, they're just not getting the cars in that, that they're, um, that they're asking for. They're, they're getting, they're getting cars, they're getting there late. Uh, they get on the tracks and they're not moving efficiently through the system to get to the end, end use. And so overall, you know, our region's trying to avoid them a little bit the best we can and stick to, uh, stick more to Eastern and stick more to products that, um, have a little bit more of, a um, I guess no known lead time on them because when these markets are volatile, the pricing's going up and going down and um, changing around quite a bit. Uh, if you can hold your inventory a little bit closer, you can stay closer to the market and not have to not have to have um, problems on the on the business side of things. Yeah, and then as it relates to pricing, you know, we talked about pricing with OSB and the tremendous kind of run up and then the the erosion of the price mm-hmm. there. Uh, can you articulate a little bit what's happening with with lumber right now? But, you know, lum- lumber kind of followed the same trajectory. It, it, it ran up. Um, it came back down. Uh, it's it's half of what it was during the peak uh, COVID months, maybe even a little less than half on it. Some species and grades, uh, are, which are harder to get, um, or come from farther distances, you know, just basically like wider dimensional. It's you know harder to grow a bigger tree, and those those items like two by ten, two by twelve, um, they hold their value a little bit more. And then the longer lengths that they hold their value quite a bit more too, such as your you know eighteen foot and twenty foot and longer. But they just they just don't make trees as big of that as as they used to <laughs> necessarily, but. Uh, or they're not that available, and they're getting used for substitutes for the engineered wood compo- you know, components, um, which was in tight supply for a lot of years. So those have held their value, and then, um, you know, really anything in higher higher grades where you're needing um, structural members for, like, roof trusses or, um, you know, it's called machine stress rated where it's it's graded to higher strength. Uh, that, that wood tends to be a little... Uh, tighter to get on the market than than uh, you know the run of the mill number two and better. Right, that comes out of select mills. There, John, is there a shorter list of sources? Well, I, th- I think most of the major mills produce it, but it just depends on what mill they produce it in. Uh, it's it's more it, it's more related to the sorting of it 
to get to those higher grades and just, just the quality of the logs that the mill gets. They, a lot of times, you know, we'll see it in stud mills too. They just don't get the quality of log that they need to run a certain product or length, and that just limits the, you know, the output on it all. You know, for instance, a stud mill I had, they, they had a bunch of nine-foot logs, but the ends of them were all bad, and they couldn't make nine foot out of them, so they ended up running them all into eights. There's plenty of eights available, but they didn't, you know, nines were really tight on the market but it's the same thing with msr they just you know they want to make the best grade possible but they you know often are you know have to settle for the for the next lower grade because the log just isn't the right quality john we've got just over a minute left any couple takeaways that you can share with our our listeners here today well you know I, i guess if anything you know there's still a lot of volatility but you know the market's in a lot better shape, you know, as far as pricing and as far as availability on some stuff. Um, you know, it's still a good time to, to build, especially if you're you're doing one of your own projects, a, you know, a shed, a barn, you know, basement, something to that effect. You know, it, it, the price isn't as cheap as it's ever been. It's still up there a little bit, um, kind of like everybody else and talking about the inflation, but you should still have some equity in it when you're done and, uh, you know, keep building on. Yeah, it's great stuff, John. Thanks so much for, for joining us today. I know you've got a pretty busy schedule. Ah, no, I appreciate it. I love it every time. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week. Remember, if you want more information, go to standardcompanies.com and zealandlumber.com where we give you the latest on products and services that we offer. Thanks again, everyone. Have a safe and happy weekend. The at-home show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the at-home show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.